You're listening to Rolling Toe with trucking experts Kevin and Mike Beckett. This is the show where you ask the questions and we give you the diagnosis on how to get the most out of your truck. We'll talk about avoiding wear and tear, knowing your suspension and axles, and how to get more mileage from your tires. We're on the audio road. Let's get rolling. Good evening. This is Mike. This is Kevin. And we're back to annoy you with another week of useless drivel. <laughs> mostly uh, mostly useful, but... Well, you think? I, most of the stuff is useful. When the calls stop coming in, that's when it gets bad. Okay, well, the only reason I'm here this week is the wife had a whole bunch of things she wanted me to do. And the only <laughs> excuse I could use for getting out of it is I had to go do this blog blogcast. So here I am. Here to do those. Well, what am I doing here? I don't know. My kids just left. <laughs> You're all by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, this week we are going to talk about right poles. Right. And this paper that I have in front of me says the tendency of a vehicle to want to pull to the right or left is generally caused by one of four factors. First and most common is the slope or crown of the road. Here in North America, we drive on the right side of the road. And since the road slopes to the right, we're constantly correcting to the left in order to compensate for gravity. As was discussed in Part 5 and 6 of the series, attempts to use caster and camber for this issue create more problems than solutions. Drive axle alignment is a much more effective method to solve the pull problem. Second could be a tire issue. In the 80s, early radial tires used to have a problem of radial pull in about 5% of the new tires. Today, it's almost unheard of for a new tire to have this. Tires that have been run out of alignment on vehicles for a while can develop wear patterns that create a pull in the tire. When one outside rib is visibly shorter than its mates, then the drag developed in the tall tire, short tire pattern can cause a pull in the vehicle that can be modified by rotating or flipping tires on the rims. Remember, if the primary cause of the wear pattern is not corrected, all you've done is apply it a bandage to the problem. Third, frame distortions such as diamond frames, side suede frames, and twisted frames will cause pull issues, and unless the frame is fixed, the issue will not go away. In the same way, suspension components that are fatigued or broken can contribute to pull issues. For example, front leaf springs that are collapsed will frequently result in pulls. Fourth, and this is not very common, a steering gearbox can have a fault that will result in a pull. The simple test for this is to jack up the front end of the truck and start the engine. If the gearbox is the culprit, when you start the engine, the wheel will self-steer one way or the other. As a final point on this subject, all vehicles will tend to move toward the downhill side of the road. I classified these in three levels. A drift, or a pull, or a dive. A drift at highway speeds will tend to move downhill in about a three to four second count to the shoulder of the road. A pull will move in about one to two seconds. And a dive, you'll be in the ditch before you can get your hands back on the steering wheel. Drifts are normal. A vehicle that drives perfectly straight in the slow lane will have a tendency to pull to the left in the fast lane and experience a regular tire work. Now, having said all of this traditional stuff, I'm here to announce that we are going to expand the MD Alignment product lines <clears throat> to include a selection of liquids that can be ingested by the driver and in the fuel tank 
which will solve all your tire and handling problems. I think we might have legal issues with that. Nah, no, no we, legal. We all know, as you said yeah. in, your, in your in your intro in your intro on Facebook. That yeah, the real cure to all this stuff is diet and exercise. But you have to have this other thing to go with the diet and exercise. But if you don't, if you don't drink your snake oil, snake oil, you're not going to get rid of it. We have oil. a type A snake oil, a type B, a type C. Each one is specifically refined from the finest grade of horse piss <laughs> to solve different problems with tire wear and handling. Tire wear and handling. Yes, we're going to sell this stuff Vibration. for a hundred dollars a bottle, guaranteed result. <laughs> put it yeah, put it in your fuel tank, and you'll solve your. And if it's a vibration, put it in your mouth, and it'll solve that too. <laughs> You won't think about it. Anymore. Yeah, you won't think about it. You have bigger problems. <laughs> All right, very good. Well, <clears throat> on to the more serious business of answering questions and figuring out where the heck you guys are calling from. Yeah. So, good luck with that. Yeah, good luck. What phone area code we got? 614. 614? We I should don't know. Call it. You don't know? No. You want to take a guess? Missouri. You're going to take misery. I'm going to go Indiana. Indiana's a little bit closer. Go one more city. Ohio? Ohio. Ohio. Okay, well, that's cool. All right. What can we do for you? And how many bottles? um, (laughs) I'm still chuckling at that. I'll I'll take one of each. Each. Okay, good deal. (laughs) Yeah, homeopathic, right. It's homeopathic. Yeah, the homeopathic okay. stuff. We, we gotta, you know, we gotta keep it, keep it real a little bit. Uh, well, the problem I have, and actually Mike commented on one of my posts on the maintenance matters, was I have a hop. Um, uh-huh. We thought we found it when one of my thrust bearings that was replaced a year ago was already destroyed because they didn't put enough shims in. So we replaced that. Huh. That wasn't the problem. Couldn't find anything else. Um, we then found a bulge in the passenger side steer tire, which was a Michelin XTA3. Um, only had 51,000 miles on it. <laughs> um, so I'm thinking, okay, there's my problem. Well, we replaced it, still have the hop. Ah. Okay, so let's talk about the hop specifically. As you're driving down the road, does the hop occur at a certain speed, or do you have to hit a bump to start the hop? It's it's actually at various speeds. You know, like earlier, I got the cruise set at 67. Um, it was smooth as can be. Now, you know, the hop is a little bit here, but not too bad. If I let off the cruise and then try to accelerate again, the hop will come back. All right. When you feel the hop, do you feel it in the steering wheel or do you feel it in the seat and feet? Both. But where do you feel it first? Um, I guess it would be the seat and the feet, and then it comes from the front end. Okay. All right. I believe you've got a driveline vibration. I don't think it's a front-end vibration at all. Okay? Okay. Um, if the hop starts, can you accelerate out of it, or do you have to mm-hmm. brake and slow down to get out of it? I have to slow down. Slow down. Yes. <clears throat> okay. So we have a harmonic. When it starts hopping or shaking like this, does it tend to shake and then stop and shake and then stop and shake and then stop? Or does it just shake? Um, it, it kind of varies. You know, the SD coming home before I replaced that steer tire, it was constant. Now, like right now, it, it's a little harder as I'm accelerating. Ah, so ex- while you're accelerating, it's shaking. 
Yeah, well, it's it, it kind of all over the place. <laughs> That's okay, because there is a vibration that will only occur when you're holding a steady speed. And if you accelerate, it goes away. If you decelerate, it goes away. But it, you just described yours that you're accelerating, and it's still shaking all the time you're doing it, right? Yeah, the cruise, the, the cruise you know, put the put fuel to it, and it, and it actually got worse for a second. Now that it even backed off, the hop is still there, but it, it's still constant. All right, it's not wheel bearings. Okay. Does it does it occur at speeds below forty miles an hour? Or do you have to be up above no. some other? It's above above fifty fifty five ish. Okay, above fifty five before it'll come in. Can you yes. be in different gears and still have the hop? Yes. Yes. Okay. Good. Behind the transmission. Yeah, we've eliminated the transmission. We've eliminated the clutch. We've eliminated the engine counterbalance. All of that stuff is not part of it, okay? Because it has to be above a certain speed, it could be balanced, but it's probably not, okay? okay Especially could... when it gets harder when you try to accelerate. That just that sounds like it, the, the the thing that that reminds me of is the uh, uh, what's that the the, the flexor. The flat tire? No, flex air. Oh, the flex air. Yeah, the, it it strikes me as being a drive angle, ride height problem. Right. That's that's where my gut is leading me. The problem is most ride height driveline problems tend to occur down closer to 40, 45 miles an hour, not up over 50, 55 miles an hour. Now, the oh. next thing that I would do with your truck is I would try to get four jack stands Jack the rear of the truck up, put jack stands under where the U-bolts are in each one of the wheel positions so the wheels are up off the ground. Okay. Take all the rocks out of the tires because they're going to come out anyway. And then run it up to speed on the jack stands and have somebody outside looking and see if you can see anything jumping up and down. Okay. Okay? If you don't find anything that way, the next thing that I would do is I would remove the intermediate drive shaft between your front and rear diff. Lock in the okay. power divider and drive the truck just using the front diff for power. Okay? Okay. If it goes away, the problem's in the rear diff or in the relationship between the rear diff and the front diff. So you could still okay. have a driveline angle problem. Okay? Well, I, I was going to that's one thing I was just going to say is um, the, the last guys that, it was speed code that graced my truck. They said there was play between the front diff and the, and the rear diff. And my mechanic that, checked it out. He said there is play, but not enough to concern him. How much play well, is too much? Yeah, yeah. And he's talking about in the intermediate drive shaft, right? Yes. So if you remove that and test drive it and you can't make it vibrate, you just found your problem. Sounds like a plan. Okay, buddy? All right. Thanks, guys. You have a great day. Thanks and buy some yeah, snake oil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. That on the website right away. Right, right. <laughs> Bye. Okay. All right. Very good. So that was Ohio. 614 is what he said? Yeah, they dropped off. He dropped off. Okay. Don't put it on the other one. Okay, yes. We've got another caller. Where's he at? Plenty of time. Let's go right to him. Uh, 937. Nine three seven. Okay. I'm going to get my crystal ball out, and I'm going to judge Northern Jamaica, California. Okay, you got California. Okay. 
Hello there. Yeah, this is the, the snake oil salesman, and what can we do for you? Yeah, man, I'm from Jamaica. Jamaica, huh? <laughs> ja- Jamaica, New York? Uh, Jamaica, Ohio. Other Ohio one. Wait a minute, this is not fair. There you go. 617, 614, and? 937. Both Ohio. Okay, all right. Did you put Ohio in there? No, Jamaica. You put Jamaica in there? <laughs> okay, what can we do for you? Got a question about axle flex. I'm, I'm considering going to a super single, and my trailer, it's a flatbed, has 30,000-pound axles. So with a two-inch offset, do you think terrible. I would have a? Yeah, you would not go with a two-inch offset then. Never go with a two-inch offset. There's a stability issue. No, the problem with the two-inch offset is not just that it extends the axle, increases the flex of the axle, and reduces the load capacity of the axle. That's 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 all things it does automatically. The second thing that it does is that it moves the load from between the two wheel bearings to on the outer bearing. And you overload the outer bearing and you overload the bearing journal and you wind up either ruining the bearing or ruining the spindle. And you're definitely ruining okay. the tires. So okay. the first thing is no two-inch offset rim. Okay? Roger. All right. Now... You talk, thinking about going on a trailer or on the truck or on both? Well, I picked up a set of used super single two-inch offset rims, and I have those on the rear position on the trailer okay. with uh, super singles on them. And I've had okay. them on there about six weeks, hauling super light loads. Uh, there's only 8,000 pounds on the deck. So it's mm-hmm. super light, and I'm running with a front. The, the front axle still has duels on it, but it's a liftable uh-huh. axle, so they're off the ground. So I've only okay, run on four axles. Here's what I would do. Since you already have the two-inch offset rims, okay? How, what can we do to make those run? And we've got several owner-operators and small fleet guys that have rotated the two-inch offset rims around so that the two inches inboard instead of outboard, okay? Yeah. Now, because of the center part of the rim that the studs go through, you actually wind up with that a one-inch inset instead of a two-inch outset, okay? Yeah. The axle doesn't flex. You're moving the weight toward the larger of the two wheel bearings. Everything yeah. seems to work just fine with everybody that's tried it. Okay. Okay. And I would in that case I would get the wide base tires for the front axle too. And since you've already got two inch offset rims, find two more used two inch offset rims and flip them around the same way. I don't think that okay. would really be bothering anything as far as performance, would you? Well, the the reports I've got, and this is all just anecdotal data. People they don't have any way to measure it, but they say it feels like it. They say when they had them on two inch offset, the truck was mushy. And and they and when they flipped it around, the truck felt more stable. And and a couple of them claimed they actually got a little fuel economy improvement, but I don't believe that. Yeah, that's not our business anymore. Anyway. Yeah. And this is on a trailer, not even the tractor. So now, are you going to do the tractor, too? When the tires wear out. 
Okay, that's good. Yeah, everything in its own time. If right. I if I did the tractor and I didn't have two inch offset rims already, I would try to buy zeros. If I okay. couldn't buy zeros, and if you're successful at the two inch offsets flipped around on the trailer, I wouldn't hesitate to buy used two inch offsets and flip them around on the front. Okay. Okay. Yep. yep. Thank you, Mr. Beckett. Thank you, Mr. Beckett. Always glad to help you guys. Have a good day. Drive safe, and don't forget order your case of snake oil. Right. And, you know, good luck with the long-distance jobs out of Jamaica. Yeah, that hauling out of Jamaica stuff. The ferry is just expensive (laughs) as hell. I never liked driving on the left side of the road anyway. There you go. (laughs) We'll see you later. Thanks for calling. Bye-bye. Okay. It's thinking about it. Ah, it did it. Okay. Okay. What do we got now? We got three more, and the next one is a six six zero area code. Six sixty. That's familiar. Six sixty. Well, seven seventy is uh, Atlanta. Atlanta. Six sixty is a Volvo. A Volvo. <laughs> There's a model of six sixty Volvo. Yeah, I forgot. So is he that. calling from Volvo Land? Is he calling from what, what is that? Uh, Dunham. Oh, uh, Virginia. Dublin, Virginia. Dublin, Virginia. Yeah. We'll, we'll find out. All right, we'll go with Virginia then. Okay. I'll go with California. You go with California again. All right. Hello there. Okay, you are wrong. It is Missouri. <laughs> it is Missouri. <laughs> yes, and I do not want any snake oil either, Mike, okay? So no thank you. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> um, my issue is I have a, my, my mirrors are vibrating, and I know I've heard this before, and I just can't remember what, what it is. The mirrors are vibrating when I'm, like, between 55 and 65, but they vibrate a little bit up to that point, too. And I can feel it in the seat most. I feel it on the floor, but I can definitely feel it in the seat. All right. Now, when it vibrates, does it shake and then kind of stop for a second and then shake and then kind of stop? Or does it just shake right? No, it kind of just, it's just a constant vibration it's not a shimmy it's just i can feel it more than i should you know what i mean it's right. not a smooth ride it just shake it's just a vibration and it comes and I've had in the crankshaft what a... dampener i've had the crankshaft dampener changed a couple years ago yeah, that be it. um do, does it start like at about 40 miles an hour and get worse and then go away at some speed or does it vibrate all the way up no, it does not go away. It st- it vibrates really bad. I drive between 55 and 62, and I've got it up to 65, and it, it vibrates between the mirrors vibrate really badly between 55 and 65. But it doesn't okay. start vibrating till it gets a little faster. You know, like 45. I think I start really noticing it. Maybe 50. Right. Okay. How old are your drive tires? I just put new drive tires on it, and I had balancers on it. I have the True Balance, uh, 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 the centering pins. You know what I mean? Center pins, but that's not balance. True Balance centers. Do you centromatics, or did you put powder in the uh, yes, tires? Yes, I've got, I've got other uh, centromatics. Not centromatics, but there's another brand I've got on there right now. But I do have those on there, too, yes. That, that stuff all works. That's all cool. All right, now, did it do this before the new tires were put on? Yes, I'm, I was just trying to think back. I just don't know if it was that bad or not. I, I just don't remember, but it's just really getting aggravating. <laughs> yes. It's hard to okay. stay out of my mirrors when I'm doing 60 miles an hour, you know? I understand. Okay. Based on all the stuff you've told me, and based on the symptom of the vibration, 
It's not balance. It's not driveline angles. It could be an out-of-round hub causing the vibration. It could be a carrier bearing going out in your in your drive shaft. Okay? Oh, okay. What I would suggest is what I suggest to one of the earlier people is go to a shop that has uh, four jack stands. Mm-hmm. Jack it up. Make sure that the the nuts and the rocks are out of the tires, and mm-hmm. then run it up to speed and see if anybody who's standing there can see something going on. Okay? okay. Now, one caution I'll give you: I should have mentioned the other guy I didn't. Once you get it up to speed and you decide no, I'm going to let it stop. Don't step on the brakes. Just let, let it, it go. Let it, I mean, just let it come to an easy easy stop. You got a lot of torque there. You step on the brakes, it's coming right off the jack stand. Oh, okay. Okay. oh, yeah, okay. All right, but that's a, it's an easy way to look for an out-of-round tire or a mismount. I, was, I had a truck that had a, vi- a vibration like this years ago, and when we put it up on jack stands, one pair of wheels was going up and down. And we said, well, okay. see, it's an out-of-round, out-of-round tire. And the guy says, but wait a minute, wait a minute, those are new sets of tires, and it, didn't, it did it before. And we finally got down, and we looked while it was running, I'm looking straight into the rim, like you're passing a guy in a car and you're looking in the rim. Uh-huh. And the whole, all the lug nut pattern was going around in a circle, oblong. Oh, and when we finally okay. Figured out, the, the hub was mismilled, and the whole thing was going around like an egg. We put hmm. a new hub on it and solved the problem. Okay? okay, so I might have a hub out. Okay, so possible carrier bearing... Or an out-around tire or a hub, right? Out-around hub or something like that, okay? Okay. Those are the things you're going to be looking for. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Okay, so not driveline, not crankshaft dampener or anything like that. Okay. Okay, well, hopefully this will be fairly simple to find, I hope. (laughs) What you should do before you get to there? You're driving the truck. You just said you've got the vibration going on. You're Uh at 55, 60, 62 miles an hour. If you pop the truck into neutral, does the vibration go away? I have not checked that. Try that. Because if you pop it into neutral and the vibration goes away, it could be in the clutch and it could be in the engine. If you put it into neutral and it stays, then it is definitely not in the transmission, the clutch, or the engine. Okay, clutch, engine, or transmission. Okay, well, what would that mean? How could that be in the engine? What does that mean? How do you get a vibration from the engine? Uh, well, there's harmonics and peaks of power that come out of the engine. Okay. And the way a clutch is designed, I don't know if you know that there's sideways springs in the clutch. Okay. And they're supposed to move at a certain rate that dampens the vibration coming out of the engine. Well, if those oh. springs are broken and they're not moving like they are, the vibration could be coming from the engine and throwing itself all the way back. Okay? Oh, from the clutch. Okay. All right. That's hmm. why you want to pop the transmission in the neutral, not just put the clutch in. Because we okay. want to find out pop if it's neutral. Okay. And if it stops, okay, in neutral. I'm writing all this down. Sorry, because I'll never remember this. Okay. In neutral, if it stops, that means it's in the clutch or the engine or the transmission. Or you think it's in the clutch? No, if it stops, if the vibration oh, oh, stops, it is something from the transmission forward. It's not in the back end. Right. If it continues, it's something from the transmission back. 
Okay, gotcha. Okay, transmission back. Okay. Yep. Okay, I'm sorry, I didn't hear that. Ways to isolate where the vibration's coming from. Okay. Okay, I'll pop it in there. So I'll try that next time I get out and get going in the truck then. All righty, you okay. drive safe. All right, thank you very much. Thanks. Bye-bye. Right, Another successful snake oil sale. Well, she said she wasn't going to be buying. Oh, she said no? I thought she, she said yes. She, I thought she said she was I've already no. shipped her three cases. She's already got it going. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what do we got? We got uh, 205. 205, Alabama. Okay. Uh, I don't know why I said that, but. Idaho. You're Idaho, I'm Alabama. Okay, All right. Hello, Tuscaloosa. Roll Tide, Alabama. It is Alabama? It is. Lucky. Um, I called in to talk to y'all guys um, a couple of weeks ago about inside tire wear on my super singles on my trailer. Um, Two-inch offset rims, and we talked about flipping the rims around. Yes, sir. Can you hear me? Okay. Anyway, went to the shop, um, had the wheel bearings checked like you recommended. And they did determine that the wheel bearings were fine. It was axle flex causing my tire wear. Uh-huh. We, t we talked about flipping the rims around. We can't do that on my trailer because of the way the pan's designed on my rims. We can't flip them because the valve stem, something I failed to mention to you when I called in before, I have disc brakes on my trailer. Oh, you got disc brakes. Yeah, the valve stem will not clear the calipers if we invert right. or if we flip the rims. That's the problem. Yeah, so we, we're, we're kind of stuck right now trying to figure out a solution and not have to spend a thousand bucks a piece for new rims. Okay, let me give you another idea then. Okay, now we're we're way outside of the box now, okay? Okay. We're going to try and stiffen up the axle to reduce the flex that's occurring in the axle. Okay. Since we can't change the rim, let's stiffen the axle. If somebody wanted to take some one-and-a-half-inch angle iron and cut a piece to set on top of the axle that flips from axle bracket to axle bracket and tack weld that iron on, and then take two small pieces and put it from the backing plate to the suspension, one on either side. So all the way across the top of the axle, you put some more steel up, but it won't flex as much. Okay, so we're trying to, to reinforce it where it don't give at all. Because the only, the only thing that our shop could offer is we lease our truck and trailers. And we have a complete maintenance deal with them. And when we mm -hmm. ordered these and inspect them out, they were supposed to come with the super singles already installed. And they did a little research and found out that these trailers came from the factory with duels on them. And instead of 
doing the right spec out, and I guess, I don't know if it was an axle or different wheel bearings or something should have been installed with the super singles. They just found a cheap pair of aluminum rims and popped them on there and didn't think about the axle flex. And and aluminum rims are cheap because everybody that's learning, they suck. They don't want them. They want zeros, so they're harder to find. So the right. guy that made the mistake was the trailer shop, not the manufacturer. Yeah, and the big question is, if it's leased, are you going to be able to but, do that? But I, and, and it was the same issue with the tractor on the drive tires also. But we we spec'd out the tractor for disc brakes also, but we came with drum brakes on the tractor. But they were able to flip the rims, so my rims on the tractor already flipped. Right, right. How is, that, how is that working for you with it flipped over? Is there any problem seen so far? There's somewhere, but it's not wearing anywhere near as fast as the trailer's wearing. What about the handling slider? I mean, it, the wear the wear for the we lost him. I think we lost him. Hello. Well, hold on. Give him a second. Maybe he'll come back. I'm waiting. Are you there? Hello? Can you hear me now? I don't hear We him. lost him. He's gone. Okay. All right. Oh, he's gone. Yeah, he's gone. But it's it's he did try it. Now, that's interesting. You cannot flip a two-inch offset rim if you have disc brakes. Right. It go. won't work. Okay? But because the tractor came in with drums, he was able to successfully flip it, and it seems to be giving him some benefit. All right, if, if you have the disc brakes, then the only other choice I can see is you got to reinforce the axle. You have to reduce that flex. Yeah. Okay, all right. We've got another call there. What, 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 what? It's 832. Yeah. Ontario? I don't know. I feel like 832. Um, <laughs> Northern California. All right. Okay. Hello there. Hello. Yeah. What part of Northern California are you from? Oh, God, don't put me with the liberals. <laughs> <laughs> so where is 832? Uh, just south of Houston, Texas. Oh, down in Sugarland area. Oh, yeah, I'm from a small town called Alvin. Okay, I know where Alvin is. Yeah. I've been there. Yeah. We've sold it. Ah. Yeah. Cool. You didn't blink your eyes past it. Well, I know they made me stop. There was a cop. Ah, <laughs> uh, I know so all. What's of up? Them, so you know all. <laughs> of them. Okay, what, what's up, buddy? Well, I was just curious. Uh, on my steer tires, it, I don't know what it could be causing this, but um, it's like when I hit a pothole, and mm-hmm. it like sucks it down. Then it gives me control of the steering wheel again. Yeah, I I don't know whether that would be normal because it seems like it's a little loose or something. You hit a bump, and the steering wheel wants to chatter back and forth like it trying to... There's a second in between. Yes. Now, if you go and look at the spring stacks from the axle, the riser blocks, and the leash spring on each side of your axle, the odds are one of those stacks has a tapered wedge in it that's thick on the back and thin on the front, or just the opposite. It could be thick on the front, thin on the back. But there's a wedge in one of those spring stacks. 
Maybe about three-eighths of an inch tall. Yeah, three-eighths of an inch tall on the thick end. And when you hit the bump, there's more weight on the axle, and that wedge is trying to twist the axle to match the wedge. And then as you come off the bump, it goes back the other way, and then it oscillates, and then it comes back. And after about four or five jabs, it'll stop doing it. Ah. Some alignment shop stuck a shim in there because you had a right pull, and he couldn't figure out how to fix it. So he threw a caster wedge in there to try to straighten it out to your handling, and he messed up your bump steer. Uh, now, it, the, the, the shimmy does stop, right, after four or five? Yeah. Yep, this very common, and if you flip the hood up and look at your spring stacks, you'll find the caster wedge that somebody stuck in there. Take that caster wedge out, retorque your U-bolts back up the way they're supposed to be, and that problem will be gone. Okay. Now, I'm, I'm a lease op, so I really don't know the complete history on this, unfortunately. You know, yeah. so, you know, it's kind of one of those deals of just got to deal with it and fix it as I go. <laughs> we see this all the time. When I used to do alignments all the time, I used to do 100 alignments a month. And I would take caster wedges out of about 50% of the trucks that I did. After a couple of years, I had so many caster wedges around, Hello? I was selling them for scrap metal and making money. You can't hear us? Uh, I can hear you. Can you, you can hear okay, me. There you you cannot hear <laughs> Mike? Yeah, yeah I, was, I was taking caster wedges out and selling them for scrap metal. I was just selling tons of them. Okay, so basically just remove it. I'll be good. Just take it out. You don't need it. Yeah, it's 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 actually it's doing you a disservice. And you may find one stuck in one way on one side and one stuck in the other way on the other side. There may be two of them in one on each stack. Right, and they shouldn't be there. Honestly, both of them could go. Right. Okay. Okay. All, All right, right buddy. not a problem. Thank you, you so much. And don't forget, we take uh, money orders for snake oil by the case. Always glad to help you out. All right, not a problem. Bye. All right, thank you. I think this snake oil deal is going to be a moneymaker. But did you put down Texas on that guy? You need to put Texas on that guy. Texas! So we know our Texans. Okay. We know our Texans. Uh, our Alabama. Oh, 205? Let's see what he has to say. Right. Can Are you hear there? me now? I can. I went through a tunnel. Well, that happens. That happens. Sometimes I go through a tunnel when I'm out in the middle of the plains, and it still does it to me. It, it does. But anyway, you were asking about my tire wear on my drive axles. I was wondering about the handling. Did you notice any difference in the handling or anything when you flipped the rims around? They, they came that They did that before I actually took the truck out on the first trip, so I oh, don't. Okay, okay. That's fine. But I, I do know with the trailer, not so bad when I'm loaded, but when I'm emptier on a light load, it seems like the trailer, fish t it's more likely to fishtail more, like it, it travels by itself more going down the road. Okay. All right. Well, I, would, I think on the trailer, if they're willing to do it, now if they're leasing the trailer... Then you have to get to the company that owns the trailer to see if they'll reinforce it. If they won't reinforce right. it, then you're... The only choice then is to go back to them and dope slap them and say, hey, you weren't supposed to put two-inch offset rims on. I want the correct rims. Right. 
Well, that's the problem that we're running into. We, we're leasing these trucks and trailers from Penske, and they're because we wanted the super single tires on the trailer, they're making us respond. Our maintenance is 100% covered except for the trailer tires. Everything else is covered under the lease, so right. they're trying to make us eat that expense on that. But when the... I'm sorry? That's the way Penske is. Yep. Yeah, but we're trying to argue the fact to them that we had them spec this way and they need to make right on the specs that we agreed to in the contract when we originally leased the first time the lease. Now that's going to be a, a fun fight with them. they got more lawyers on retainer than you make in gross revenue, so it's hard to fight with those boys. It really is, yeah. Yeah, and, and it's probably not worth financially getting lawyers involved or anything. I'm quite sure we'll eventually come to some kind of agreement to disagree on on it somehow to figure it out. Right. All right, well, but, good luck to you, and let us know how it comes out if you get a chance, okay? All right, I will. Thank you. Don't forget to buy your snake oil. We're selling it by the case today. <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> Clear them off of that. <laughs> All right, so we got Alabama. We got Texas. Uh, more. We had northern Jamaica. Yeah, northern Jamaica. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and Volvo. Didn't we have one from? I was thinking it was Volvo Land. Right. So right. What do we? What do we got now? Uh, well, this was seven one five. Seven one five. That's familiar. I think it's Wisconsin. Yes. 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 I'll buy that. All right. Hello, Hello? Cheesehead. You got it. I I am a Cheesehead. And there's no snake oil in Wisconsin. The only snake oil is in Washington, D.C. Well, I'll agree with that, but you need your order of snake oil because you have to have some to fight everybody else. <laughs> you got that right. I, I'll, I'll agree with you. Okay. Right. Yeah, right. Kevin, Mike, I've uh, got, got a couple questions for you. Okay. Uh, one question is, is a friend of mine on his trailer, he's got a flatbed uh, spread axle. And the trailer is not quite a year old, and all four tires on the inside of the axle, you don't have super singles, you've got dual, but all four tires on the inside are wearing funny, and it's choppy. Yep. Is that is that axle flex, or is that loose wheel bearing, or what? It it could be either axle flex or it could be loose wheel bearings. Both, both of them do the same thing. Now, the first question I have is, do you know what model suspension is underneath that trailer? Is it a Hendrickson? I honestly cannot tell you that. I do not know, Kevin. Okay. Or Mike. Call him up and tell him to walk down the left side of the trailer. There will be decals on the side of the trailer that tell him what brand suspension's under it. And the odds are it's Hendrickson. Because they sell the most. They sell the most. It's the cheapest, lightest weight suspension available on trailers. But they sell it in okay. a six-inch diameter tube that is as thin as a Coke can. And as you hit bumps in the road, it, it flexes and chops the inside edge off the inside tire every time. That might be a little bit of an exaggeration. No. Me exaggerate? <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> That's okay. But, uh, um, 
but but he did um, take it into Indianapolis to a a trailer place, and he had to, he lifted up the front axle, mm-hmm. and he well he did it himself. He lifted up the front axle, and there was play. Now, That's... if it was a loose wheel bearing, or no, if there ain't a loose wheel bearing, can you still have some play there? I mean, could you really feel it? Or not really, if you grab the wheel, I mean, you know what I'm saying? You should never be able to feel any movement with you pushing on it. Right, because seriously, you've got, you're only, even if, uh, even if you were a linebacker for Wisconsin, you're, you're yeah. not near, you don't have nearly as much weight as the vehicle compared to the road. I mean, they are punishing the hell out of this. And yeah. the end play... And the end play that is supposed to be in the wheel end is a maximum of five thousandths of an inch. Right, you can't, right. You can't feel five thousandths. If you can make it go click, click, the bearing's loose. Too loose. Okay, okay. Okay? Well, that is, yep, I got that thing here. The other question is, is they also told him he was overinflated on tires. Well, he and is. I, okay. There's, there's no uh, doubt that he's uh, overinflated. Well, I, on. All right, this well, is, this, is, is this a spread axle trailer or a narrow set trailer? Uh, it's a spread axle. All right, on a spread axle trailer, the maximum load the axle can carry is 20,000 pounds, correct? Correct. There are four tires on the axle. Each tire can carry 5,000 pounds, correct? Correct. Okay. If you look up a tire and inflation chart for a low pro 22.5 tire carrying 5,000 pounds of weight, the correct inflation is just about 95 psi. About I'm okay, like nine nine five. Okay, okay. Now, what do you All think right. he's running for inflation up there? Well, believe it or not, I'm running 115 and he's running 120. Right. So that's overinflated, isn't it? But let me tell you this, you're better off overinflated than at minimum inflation. And the minimum inflation is going to be about 95 PSI. I like to see 105 to 110 on a spread axle trailer. Now, a standard trailer with not a spread, the most load an axle can carry is 17,000 pounds, right? Right. And yep. if you divide four into 17,000, each one of those tires is only carrying 4,250 pounds a load. And the minimum inflation there is 75 PSI. You wouldn't run 75 PSI back there. Never. No, you're going to run 95 to 100 PSI, and it works great. The tires wear better with about 20 to 25 pounds over inflation. On the trailer. Now... If inflation was his tire wear problem on this fellow with the inside edge wear, inflation would not just be wearing on the inside edge. It'd be wearing right. all over the tire. Uh, yeah, that's so what I kind of thought. Not an inflation problem, and overinflation on truck tires is a good thing. And if you're concerned right. about your overinflation, we have some snake oil for that. Oh, yeah, I have a, I have a special Model Z snake oil that really solves overinflation problems. No problem. Just rub it on the tire. Ah, okay. I'll, I'll tell them to do that. I'll tell them to do okay. that. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so really, we get you... I, uh, both of us... Go ahead, Kevin and Mike. 
Wrap up. Um, so, so anyway, we shouldn't be running no more than uh, 105 to 110 in there. I would say between 105 and 110 in those uh, trailer tires would be just fine uh, because yep. you're carrying 5,000 pounds per tire. Your big problem right. is, is finding out if it's axle flex or wheel bearings and fixing it. And okay? You already know what yep. the, you know, already okay, know I appreciate it. You yeah, have a great day. Well, that's what I, yep, you guys too. Thanks. All right. Thanks a lot. Okay. All right. So we got. In order for snake oil for wheel bearings, because yes. they're obviously and overinflation, overinflation. So he gets oil. two case, uh, he gets three cases because he got axle flex too. Axle flex. We're going to send oil. three cases of snake oil to that guy because right. you okay. can fix it by tightening the bearings, right, keeping right. the tires in place, right, and maybe even strengthening the axle. If that's what. But we don't make any money on that. We make yeah. money on the snake we oil. We'll make money on snake oil. Cool. We'll do this. All right. Very okay. good. All right. What's the next responsible phone? Responsible thing. To yeah, do. we're doing good. Caller six oh two. Six oh two. Isn't that Arizona? Probably. It might be. Gut feeling. Hello, Arizona. Yes. 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 Hey, my question Wild a snake order. Can you get a pallet of it? Yes. It's green on a salad. No problem. Okay. Uh you better put a bunch of cases on that pallet. Put a bunch of cases on the pallet, send it to Washington, COD. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to mandatory everybody in Congress. <laughs> it's like uh, Blue Star ointment or um, something of that nature. <laughs> hey, I got the question. <laughs> Let's get back on the subject. Y'all got me laughing over here. <laughs> What's up? Hey, your MD alignment system, does it work on a motor coach? Does it stick out that the tires are recessed in too far or what? On a motor coach? Yes. How big a tires are we talking? Uh, 22 fives. Uh, it'll work on a motor coach every day. We do them, no problem. The MCIs and the Cetros and the Van Hools, no problem. Okay. That was it, gentlemen. Not a problem, buddy. We like working on those. Those are fun. Yep. <laughs> Thank y'all very much. You have a great day. Okay, 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 okay. How long have we been on the air? Uh, 45 minutes. 45 minutes. Okay. Now, the good news is that we've answered all the questions that have come in so far. The bad news is that if we don't get any more questions or comments, I'm going to start telling jokes and singing. Yeah. Somebody See? immediately. Immediately. They don't want us to. <laughs> Where's he from? Uh, 740. 740. Uh, 760 Southern California. 740. Where is that? I should Minnesota, know it. Minnesota, maybe? I don't know. No, it's not Arizona. I'm going to go for Cuba. Cuba. I'm going Minnesota. You're going Minnesota. Okay, all right. Hello, 740. Hello, Mike and Kevin. Where are you from? Ohio. Ohio. Oh, yeah, we had a 740 earlier, didn't we? No? Not tonight, you haven't. This is the third Ohio call today. That's the limit. Nobody else from Ohio today. Right. Okay. What can we do, what can we do for you? Well, you're uh, mentally deficient in alignment, correct? That's us. 
MD. Well, I'm Jackrabbit alignment. Jackrabbit? J.R.? How you doing, yeah. J.R.? Real good, What's Mike. going on over there in eastern Ohio? Southeastern Ohio here. It's just a wonderful, beautiful day. Yeah? Cool. Hey, I'm glad to hear you. Last, the last caller on the bus made me think of a question that only you can answer properly. Oh, I got to be serious then? Well, it, would, it might help, yes. I've been asked this question many, many times, and I haven't come up with a good answer. And I'm sure you have been asked this question many times and have the perfect answer. And Snake I think oil. we're listening. <laughs> no, no, I've got a van full of that already. Um, the uh, Your listeners may be interested to hear the answer to this question. How in the world can you align a truck mobile? Well, oh, how yeah. in the world can you drive a truck mobile? Yeah, that's the, <laughs> that's, that's the premier problem is if you keep on trying to align a vehicle uh, in, a, in a, uh, a condition that you can only find in a shop, you're never going to be able to uh, experience or, or expect proper tire wear. Yeah, you have, you need to measure it under the same type of conditions that it drives under if you want to measure it accurately. Every time you put it on an artificial surface, jack it up, set it down, put it on turn plates, you're measuring the vehicle in an artificial condition. So the measurements aren't any representative of what's going on with the vehicle. Right. Don't you know? Sure. I, 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 but how, how can you do that mobile? Don't you have to have a fixed shop to do that? Yeah. No, trucks don't drive on a fixed surface. Trucks drive on crown roads. They drive on asphalt. They drive on concrete. Drag on the tire positions the vehicle, takes up the slack in the bushings and the airbags, the little play that's in the wheel bearing and the kingpins. So as you drive straight ahead, the drag sets all that stuff. Now, and I want to measure it with all those things set. Now, one thing JR here, Jerry is saying here is uh, a mistake that we have made as a company. We have? We have. We, the yeah. equipment that we have is not complicated <laughs> enough. That's true. We're not complicated enough. That's true. Well, we, didn't, yeah. we, we accidentally fell onto a system that actually works, but you don't need updates every year. You don't have uh, intricate items that if it's dropped, it's going to break and you're going to have to get a new one. We, we, we have made... We have made errors. Yeah, we apologize for that, Jerry. We've we've let you get by too cheaply. <laughs> that's that's a fact, and the the equipment really over a hundred thousand. I'm sorry. What's that, Kevin? The mobile Jerry. system should be over a hundred thousand dollars. Well, you could have a more. Yeah. But the mobile <laughs> system should be a hundred hundred fifty. Right. So 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 where are you at with this, Jerry? Well, where am I at with what? What do you mean? <laughs> Are you happy? Are you unhappy? Do you're trying. Oh, I, I know you might have been trying to do these mobile alignments. <laughs> yes, I've had wonderful success. Uh, Fifteen years, just uh, no advertisement, and except for your website, which I appreciate a hundred percent. Doing doing just fine. Uh, have a great following. My problem is I live in southeastern Ohio. 
And there's not oh, that that's, many that's, drugs yeah, down That's there. not a terrible. <laughs> no, it's not terrible. But for my age and everything, everything's working just wonderful. Well, you and I are both going to retire here pretty soon, aren't we? Oh, no, God knows. If I had half your money, I'd have retired a long time ago. <laughs> if I retire, i got to hang around with the old lady. I'm not ready for that. Oh, <laughs> uh, she's probably listening. Yeah, she's, she's 49 years she's been watching me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, she's been putting up with you, I'm sure. Yep. Yeah. Well, the proof for me, I, I, when I was back starting mobile doing alignments and, and I had done fixed alignments and, and I went to the fleets and I said, I'd like to fix your trucks here. And they said, well, but, but how can you do good work with what you've got, these simple yeah. tools? And I would ask them, how did the alignments come out with the guys using the big equipment? Were you happy with their alignments? No, I wasn't happy. Okay, well, then why don't you shut up, stand aside, I'll fix this truck, I'll give you a bill, you don't pay it unless you're satisfied. And after that, I wound up doing all their trucks because I was able to solve the problems that the big machines were. I've actually done that myself. Told some customers, you know, I'll give you a bill. If you don't like it, don't pay for it. And right. they've, they've always paid. <laughs> they've yeah. always paid. Yeah. So, but no, I, I, get that, I get that a lot of how can you do it. Not, my my uh, response is borderline sarcastic. Uh, mm-hmm. But I tell them it's it's what you measure and what you do with that measurement, because no alignment system is smarter than a tape measure. That's right. Right. That's right. Right. It's a, you know, the it's the people that are using it that are making it work. We didn't we didn't get snake oil. It, it, I wish the snake oil worked. I wish we could well, just you know the snake oil works. I just want to sell it. <laughs> Would they buy it? I want to make some money. Oh, buy it, I guess that was enough. Yeah. <laughs> but no, the, the 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 fundamentals that you teach uh, are they work. They work. There's um, no question about it. And that's the and proof in the pudding. The rest the rest of it's yeah. all conversation. <laughs> and I thought your listeners would might be maybe have the same question as if if they see somebody doing it mobile, they're going to say, "Oh, I can't go to a mobile guy. I got to go to somebody else." And I understand that. Chad in uh, Kansas City is mobile, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 Uh, people around the know. country that we have are mobile. Are mobile, yeah. And it, and the best people we have around the country, there's some exceptions, but the vast majority of the guys that are doing the best work are owner-operator alignment guys. Right. Not right. big shops with 16 guys. There's some, but... Yeah. yeah well, I'm, I'm, I'm hearing about more and more that... It's yeah. just incredibly satisfying no matter what. But yep. yeah, there's well, I've been asked by by companies why don't they buy lasers and start doing it themselves? And I said, here, I'll sell you mine. They're educated. They know they give you the right numbers. Right. <laughs> my, I also explained to them that they have a personnel issue and training issue and a turnover issue and personalities with their drivers versus mechanics, etc. So you're better off to just let me do it. <laughs> well, many shops can't even hire a guy that can change the oil and grease the truck right. Right. True. Oh, God, especially truck stops. I yeah. Just, wow. Yeah, we get, they got so much contact. and do it We right. get reports all the time about guys that had trucks aligned at truck stops with a minimum wage guy 
who last week was in high school or tech school, and he aligns her truck using a computer, and they wind up getting shit for tire work. Okay, well, right. you get what you pick. So. That's right. All righty, Jerry, you have yourself a great day out there in southeast Ohio. All right, and thank you, Kevin and Mike. I appreciate listening to you guys every week. Well, we appreciate well, you calling call. in. Have a good day, Jerry. All right, bye-bye. Bye. Okay. That was nice having a guy call in like that. It was nice. Cool. How many? T- how, how how long have we been on this? Uh, an hour and a half. About. We've yeah, been on an hour and a half? Or not an hour. We've been an hour. About a half hour. Oh, okay. All right. We'll give everybody one more chance here. If you have a question or a comment, you want to ding in, we'll, we'll talk to you. Otherwise, in about two more minutes here, I'm going to start singing, and he's going to shut the radio off us. You're darn right. He doesn't like me singing. Did you hear about the guys? They were down at the bar, and at 2 o'clock in the morning, this one guy staggers out of the bar. He walks up to this pickup truck. He tries to put the key in the door, and he can't get it open. He backs up looks at it. Oh, wrong truck. He goes to the next truck. He opens it up. He gets in, got the truck started. He weaves his way out of the parking lot. Makes it a half a block, and the cops pull him over. Now, the cops do a full field sobriety test, and he passes everything. They take him downtown for a chemical test, and he passes everything. They say, we don't understand this. We watched you stagger out of the bar. We watched you walk up to the wrong truck. We watched you weave out of the lot, but you passed everything. What's this all about? He says, oh, well, I'm the designated decoy. The other guys have gone home. Everybody else. <laughs> yeah. And speaking of that, it's been a great time. You guys have yourselves a good one. We will be back next week to do another session oh, yes. on vibrations. The week after that, we're going to skip. So we'll be back next Sunday. Then we'll skip the next Sunday. Yep. Okay? All right. Have yourselves a great day. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you all later. Thanks for joining us on Rolling Toe. If you like what you heard here, leave us a rating and review on iTunes or listen to our other shows at audioroad.letstruck.com. To get in touch with our tribe, call us at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. Thanks for joining us for the ride down the audio road.